it's time to get unstuck. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have been a listener of this podcast in the past, you may be a little confused right now because we have a rebrand happening right now. And I did not announce that it was going to happen because it just came to me in the last week that my guides were telling me to rebrand this podcast. So if you're new here, welcome. If you're an old listener and you're like, what the fuck is this? Then I'm about to tell you. So this used to be in the first two seasons, 20 episodes. This was known as Everyday Magic Podcast. But I changed that effective today with episode 21, start of season three. This podcast is now Get Unstuck with Michelle Leffler. And the reason I changed it is I am a very multi-passionate person. I can't just talk about one thing. Now, when I first started the podcast with the name Everyday Magic, it was pretty easy for me because I wanted to talk about magic. And I believe that everything in our lives is magical or can be magical. But I quickly decided I wanted to talk about all the things I do. Everything that makes up me. Because, as I said, I'm a multi-passionate person and I can't talk about one fucking thing and be content. So, I have my other podcast, Jewish Magic, for people who want to hear about that. And that's all I talk about on that podcast. So, if you like that, go check out Jewish Magic Podcast. But everything else I do is going to be housed in this podcast. That's going to include magic, obviously. But it's also going to include a lot of talk about energy medicine, energy healing, shamanic practices. It's going to talk about death, grief, dying, preparing for your death, dealing with the death of people close to you dealing with the death of an idea, so change. It's going to talk about everything because I do all of that. So I understand that some people are not into hearing about death. They don't want to think about it. So when I have those episodes, feel free to skip those if that's not your cup of tea. I get it, but I can't box myself into only talking about one topic And I certainly can't have 50 million different podcasts for every single thing, theme that I want to cover. So, two podcasts, Jewish Magic, if that's your thing, check it out. And then everything else here in Unstuck with, or Get Unstuck with Michelle Leffler. So, I hope that makes sense. If this change is not something you're into, you can just unsubscribe now. I understand. No hard feelings. I still love you. But if you're still here, then you're my people and I'm ready to get started. So let's talk Reiki in this episode 
of Get Unstuck with Michelle Leffler, Season 3, Episode 21, all about Reiki. Intro to Reiki, whatever you want to call it. Reiki is a Japanese technique for stress reduction and relaxation that also promotes healing. It is a simple, natural, and safe method of spiritual healing and self-improvement that everyone can use. The word comes from two Japanese words, one, rei, which means universal life, and ki, which means energy. So reiki means universal life force energy. Reiki practitioners channel energy in a particular pattern to heal and harmonize. Reiki energy has several basic effects. It brings about deep relaxation, destroys energy blockages, detoxifies the system, provides new vitality in the form of healing universal life energy, and increases the vibrational frequency of the body. Reiki is a safe, gentle, non-invasive, hands-on healing. Reiki practitioners claim to channel energy into individuals who are diseased, not diseased, but diseased, and in need of rebalancing. They differ from acupuncturists in that they do not try to unblock a person's energy, but to channel the key of the universe so that the person can heal better. So it's important to notice or to note that Reiki does not heal anybody. It is energy and what it does is promotes healing through restoring our energy within our body to a harmonious and balanced state. And when we're in that state with our personal energy, then our body is more receptive to healing treatments. So, yes, keep that in mind. Reiki itself, the energy of Reiki, does not heal anyone. It just promotes healing through rebalancing our personal energy. The key is to understand that Reiki will enrich your life and give you happiness and health on all levels. It is universal life force energy, that which sustains life and promotes healing in all living things. Practitioners believe it is important to live and act in a way that promotes harmony with others. Since the word Reiki means universal life force energy, it refers to the energy specifically and not the techniques taught by Reiki masters. Its limits are only in the recipient's willingness to cast off old habits and patterns, to accept change, and to accept healing. The other meaning for healing used in the practice of Reiki is greater wholeness. Over time, the healing of the world's ills will be accomplished, and with Reiki in the hands of everyone, that day will come much more quickly. So... When I say Reiki in the hands of everyone, I don't necessarily mean everyone being a Reiki practitioner, although that would be fantastic if we were, but not everybody wants to be a Reiki practitioner. And then people who choose to become Reiki practitioners not all want to go to the different degrees of Reiki that there are. So everyone's experience with Reiki is a personal choice, a personal decision, and some people choose to only be recipients of Reiki 
and not to be practitioners themselves, and that's perfectly okay. So wherever you are in your Reiki journey, whether that is only learning about it now, this is your first time hearing about it, to you're a Reiki master teacher, whatever, it's, it's your journey and that's fine. But please keep in mind that Reiki should never be used instead of medical treatment. It should be used as a complement and a way to become and remain healthy. So if you're hearing this and it's the first time you've ever heard of Reiki, that's fine. But please note that I'm not saying that Reiki is going to heal you of cancer or Reiki is going to heal you of anything. It goes back to what I said a few moments ago that Reiki is just an energy that helps to balance and calm our own personal energy, which then, when we're in that state, leaves us more open to healing from whatever healing treatment we have. Reiki is a simple, natural, and safe method of spiritual healing and self-improvement that everyone can use. Mikhail Yasui, the founder of the Reiki system of natural healing, recommended that one practice certain simple ethical principles to promote peace and harmony, which are nearly universal across all cultures. So give it a try, and you may be surprised at the ways it may improve your life. If you've never had Reiki, go out and try it. You may fall in love with it. You may want to then get regular treatments. You may decide that you want to become a Reiki practitioner. Whatever your choice is, it's your path. But let's say you have received Reiki, or you go out and receive Reiki, you fall in love with it, you want to become a Reiki practitioner, or you're interested in the possibility of becoming a Reiki practitioner. So what can you do if you do become a level one Reiki practitioner? So for you to be able to acquire the depth of knowledge on the process of Reiki, you have to practice on yourself. And self-healing is the number one thing for people who are level one Reiki practitioners. Yes, Reiki one practitioners can practice on others. But at this point, I just want to talk about self-healing and then I'll talk about healing with others. So if you decide to go out and get Reiki, I say certification from lack of a better word for those who have not studied it or become attuned, that's the actual word, receiving Reiki attunements to become a level one practitioner, self-healing is what you'll get a lot of practice with. And you need to practice because the more you do it, the more the better you get at being that open channel for the Reiki energy to flow through. So the best way to practice self-healing is to regularly allot at least half an hour to yourself for self-treatments. And you will learn the hand scanning and the positions for your hands in your Reiki attunement, your classes, and you will use those for the self-healing technique. And your focus should be on those regions that require healing the most. And as your self-healing session begins, you will allow yourself to be carefully guided by your intuition as to where your hands should go 
and which parts of your body you should focus on. And you have to feel everything that you are doing, so you'll need to let energy flow and feel it vibrating. And while the session is going on, you'll want to let your mind wander on your daily activities and where your life is heading. By thinking over your life, your quest for self-healing will produce the greatest impact. Now, this is a kind of technique that promotes the development of a healthy attitude. And so this is a time for self-reflection, which will give your mind room for creative ideas and solutions to your problems. And in addition to the regular half-hour minimum sessions for self-healing, you can also work in groups to self-heal yourself and others. So Reiki treatment can be administered alone to yourself, but also with others in a group. And so you might find a special group of friends or fellow practitioners that you want to meet up with on a regular basis to do group sessions. So in this case, the practice is effective because you're not relying only on yourself, but everybody else in the group as well, as each practitioner in the group is channeling the energy you will have more access than what can flow just through you. So a daily practice can do wonders, and you can get that with a group, with self, however you choose to work in daily self-healing practices. And if you do choose to do it in a group, you'll be sharing energy and supporting each member of the group as the sessions continue. And being in a group will give you the opportunity to discuss the things that you want to focus your healing on. Whether you choose to work once a week in a group or daily in a group, these group sessions will generate a more serious focus and a deeper purpose in each person who chooses to meet up. So you'll want to let your intentions guide you through your Reiki practice, self-healing alone and within a group healing practice. And stress is something I also want to talk about here. It's And stress specifically in regards to what Reiki can do for you in a stressful situation. Stress is overwhelmingly affecting people in our society. We are busy, busy busy. We have work, home, family, so many daily tasks. Stress piles on without us realizing it, really. So Reiki can be a benefit in stress management. If you've had the Reiki attunement for level one or any level after that, then you are a Reiki practitioner and you can use it for yourself or working with others. During the attunement, your dense energy is cleared and released, and etheric and chakra fields are strengthened, so you will be able to receive and transmit high-frequency healing light. Stress usually takes over when a person is fearful, doubtful, or full of worry about things that are happening around them. You often live in a constant tense state 
without realizing that it's happening unless you have a dedicated stress management system. And Reiki can and hopefully should be part of your stress management. Your body naturally reacts with fatigue, moodiness, and sometimes disease. To relieve stress, you must learn to relax and overcome the fears and worries of everyday life. Reiki helps to relieve the emotional and physical strain of stress and to restore balance to your body, soul, and mind. And you can return to a relaxed, peaceful state of being by clearing energy bodies and unblocking meridians, chakras, and nadis. Reiki in and of itself is extremely useful for stress management, but there are many additions to Reiki for those who seek add-on services. Whether you're a Reiki practitioner yourself and doing self-healing, or whether you are not a Reiki practitioner and have no interest in becoming one, and you just want to go to someone who is a practitioner for your treatments, there are several methods used in, in conjunction with Reiki to reduce and eliminate stress. One method is crystal healing, where crystals or crystal bowls are used to create sounds of healing and relaxation. The crystalline sounds carry Reiki energy deep into the body to enhance the relaxation process. Tension is released and the body begins to relax and respond to the Reiki energy. The crystal sounds promote deep tension release in the very cells of the body to create stress reduction from within. Crystal bowls are available in different sizes and can be tuned to any note desired, flats, sharps, or pure tones. Another method of Reiki stress management is through drumming. You can experience drumming during a Reiki session. And drumming introduces Reiki energy to a person's body by the use of a drum beat. The drumming helps to create a deep relaxing state as stress is relieved. Again, with the notes of the music going inside of the body and helping to reduce and relieve stress. There is a deep connection between the physical body, spiritual being, and the mind. And stress affects all three in negative ways. Using Reiki techniques for stress management is one way that you can lead a more relaxed and peaceful life. So I hope that you enjoyed this brief overview to Reiki and ways you can use it for self-healing alone or self-healing in groups for those who are interested in getting attuned to level one. Or whether you're not, have no desire or anything like that, or even if you are and you go to someone else for a Reiki treatment, ways that Reiki can help you to relieve and reduce stress. And if you have any questions about Reiki or are interested in receiving Reiki, I am a Reiki master teacher, so keep that in mind. Hit me up in my inbox, hello at livingmoonmeditation.com. I have that email address in the show notes for you. Hit me up anytime and let's talk. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Get Unstuck with Michelle Leffler. 
it's truly been my pleasure to talk to you today. If you like this episode or you think it will be useful for someone else, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. If you've got any questions, send me an email to hello at livingmoonmeditation.com. Here's to getting you unstuck so you can be grounded, joyful, and energetic. See you next time.